Are you tired of running to the lobby to see if your next appointment has arrived? Would you like a more discreet, stress-free way for your clients to check in? Take a deep breath. The receptionist for iPad empowers your practice to create a zen-like check-in experience. This episode is sponsored by the receptionist for iPad. It's the highest rated digital check-in software for therapy and behavioral health offices used by thousands of practitioners across the country. The receptionist for iPad is a simple and expensive way to allow your clients to discreetly check in, to notify providers of a patient's arrival, and to ensure your front lobby is stress-free. The software sends an immediate notification to the therapist when a client checks in and can even ask if any patient information has changed since their last visit. Start a 14-day free trial of The Receptionist for iPad by going to thereceptionist.com slash besties. And when you do, you'll also get your first month free when you sign up. Okay, so somebody wants to hear us talking about aliens. Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> that was requested. We should have brought him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We could really get into some interesting conversation about aliens. Totally. I don't know anything about aliens. <laughs> Aren't they from Texas? So when I was in high school, I don't know if I was in high school or maybe I was in middle school, but a chupacabra showed up <laughs> in Wisconsin and people thought it was like an alien. I don't even know what that is. A chupacabra? They're scary looking. A chupa chupacabra. Yeah. So <laughs> I kind of would like to talk a little bit about mom habits. And mom hobbies, just be. <laughs> I'm still on the chupacabra. Oh God! So we bought some pumpkin bread from Amanda. Mm, yeah, I think her Facebook is like the home baker or something. Anyway, really good pumpkin bread. She was telling us while she was there, you know, she was like, "I'm just really happy, like baking my bread, staying home with my kid, doing my job," and almost like she wasn't saying it as though. She was apologizing for that being what she wanted, but it was almost like there was a hint of, well, I know I could be doing something else, but I do like what I'm doing now. And that when she was saying that, I was just thinking, you don't have to apologize or you don't owe it to us or anyone else to justify, you know, the time that you're spending or the money that you're investing or whatever. And there was just enough guilt in that that kind of made me think how many moms do things that they love, but then feel guilty for doing them mm -hmm. or feel like that they're spending that time or that energy doing something that isn't necessarily like it might not be a million dollar idea, but it's something that they love. Hi, I'm Casey, and right here beside me is Kelsey. We are licensed professional counselors, mothers, entrepreneurs, oh, and besties. We know firsthand what it's like to wake up one day and think, how in the heck did I wind up here? Through our own journeys of self-discovery, we found that joy is something that has to be pursued through internal work. Now we are on a mission to help women from all walks of life understand themselves more so they can have real lasting joy. Join us every Thursday to hear fun and insightful interviews with experts who can point you toward self-discovery and fulfillment. When she was talking, I was thinking, yeah, that's like so great that you get to like work bare minimum. Like she still works very hard, but she gets to spend all this time with her kid and then she gets to bake bread when she's bored. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? Well, and it also makes me think of the different things that we forego 
because we say, well, I mean, I don't have time for that or I'm too busy. It's usually something revolving around the lack of time. But, you know, all these plants (laughs) around the office, I really enjoy like watching those grow, the roots grow, and um, really want you to take me to Lowe's so I can buy a pot. But, you know, how many people don't get to do the things that really brings joy into their life? Well, the other day I took Francine to Walmart and she wanted to buy a puzzle. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like a lot of freaking pieces of the puzzle. But I took one whole Sunday. And what did we do? We did a puzzle. Did we finish it? No, (laughs) but I really enjoyed it. And I had a lot of things on my to do list. Mm -hmm. But I love puzzles. I love games. I love that kind of stuff. And I don't really do it a lot. I also like to paint. And I couldn't tell you the last time I painted. Yeah, but don't you think that, you know, you should try to do more of those things? Yeah, but then... I think my ADHD brain will just shut me down. I won't finish it. But I really don't. It's not about finishing it for me. Mm -hmm. I just like doing it in the moment. Yeah. Like if I was to paint a picture and I didn't finish it, I wouldn't be upset about it. It wouldn't bother you. No. I'd be like, all right, I'll get to it when I get to it. If not, I might start a new one. I might get a different idea. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. It really makes me think a lot about our inner child whenever we talk about those things and And I think that for you were asking me on another podcast, like, what was your best memory as a child? And I don't necessarily have one right off the top of my head, but my whole childhood with my grandma was full of both my grandmas was full of creating. And like we were constantly baking, cooking, sewing, drawing, painting, making stuff out of clay. Well, and I think women... I think maybe their avenue is creating, but sometimes I feel like they have to be the best at it or maybe have the best, like... Or have to make it official. Yeah, or like financially it brings in all this income and stuff, but it kind of goes back to men versus women. And I'm not judging or whatever, but men like to golf. Men like to do all these things. Women like to create in a lot of ways, and it could be different in all areas, obviously. But I think women just like to do that, create something. They look for it. Sometimes they'll ask like, well, you know, I'm I'm just doing this so I can pay for my garden. That's what Amanda Mm -hmm. told us yesterday. But sometimes like if you like golfing, maybe it's your motivation is to be the best Mm -hmm. or get so good that you beat your friends or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Or you could be on the opposite end of the spectrum, like so many of my consulting clients are, and they're so immersed in their work. That they tell themselves, well, I don't have time to do that because I have to work. They're so focused on trading that time for money and especially therapists (laughs) because it's literal. Like you sit in the chair for 60 minutes, you get paid for 60 minutes. Like it's a session. So when they think about I could be gardening or I could be making 50 bucks to sit in this chair and talk to this client for a session. I'm losing that $50 if I'm not sitting there. Yeah. And so I think like guilt creeps in for a lot of entrepreneurs and business owner moms because they're always thinking of, I could be making this money in this amount of time. Or instead of creating something that doesn't generate revenue, create something that generates revenue. Like Mm -hmm. if I want to be artsy, I'm not going to sit down and paint for a pointless reason. I'm going to paint to generate or do something to generate revenue. Yeah, to make yourself feel better about it. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I can do this because it's making me money. <laughs> right. The time that's invested. Yeah. Yeah. I, t- I totally, um, I've done that. And I think it's really nice that you can do things like for Amanda, you know, making that bread that is generating money because it pays for, even if it's just a hobby, like it pays for itself, it pays for its hobby. And I think sometimes where it goes badly is when it's no longer fun. Mm-hmm. Or if you're like me and you have cupcake business like I used to do on the side <laughs> and you really start doing the math about how much money it's costing you to bake the cupcakes and then add in your time investment and then you figure all that up and realize you're only making like a couple bucks at most an hour. Oh no. Then you're like, wait a minute, I'm either going to have to do this just for fun or I'm going to have to totally change the way that I'm I'm running this operation because I'm really going in the hole here. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I was just thinking about the guilt that kind of that comes with that because it's so rare. I just don't see a lot of people doing things just for fun, like hobbies as much anymore. Do you? No, especially not women. I, no, I think there's been this push about like yoga, like physical health, mm-hmm. right? Paired with mental health, like working out, going to the gym. But also, I think some people are doing that for themselves, but I think some people are doing that for some kind of external validation yeah. because it's all over social media. Yeah. That's all I really see people doing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think that we are neglecting parts of ourselves and like we're prioritizing parts of ourselves in ways that we think is the best, but actually might not be the best for us. You know, like I didn't pick up the slightest bit of creative anything for almost 10 years. And I mean, I'm I'm one that I used to draw every day. I would paint every day. I was... Well, and just think about some of the things that we've done in the past two years involving, you know, we've done it for work, like not like to generate money or anything, but like we were in a group setting and you were painting those pictures at one of our staff meetings. Mm-hmm. We painted pictures of the ocean just for a fun activity. That was really fun, by the way, because mm-hmm. we were getting really competitive. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And painting pottery. Pottery. Like, those are all moments that were, like, super fun. Like, mm-hmm. why don't I do that more often? Mm-hmm. I'd go just about – I'd make a sculpture. I don't care. Why don't we? I don't know. We should. We should. I think for me, too, like, hearing you talk about that, I enjoy our work conferences. Like, anything where we're around people, anti-retreat, I do not care. I want to just learn from somebody else. And Sometimes I do have some mom guilt just around being away from my kid. Like, this could be time, but I enjoy it. So I kind of, like, try to lean into that. That being said, sometimes I feel like when you ask me, well, what do you want to do? Like, I don't know, because I don't think I've ever given myself the opportunity just to do something random or really know what I like to do. And what if I get there and I don't like it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you ever feel like that? No. I mean, there's things that I want to do all the time. and. I don't know. I mean, I enjoy being home and I I like it. I get tired and run down and I like being at home, but I love having experiences. Like I like to go do things and I don't think about, well, what if I get there and I don't like it? I don't even, that doesn't even cross my mind. Well, and I just think like for me yesterday, when we were talking about what are we going to do? We talked about going to a winery. We talked about all these things. We ended up just kind of chilling, but going to a nice dinner. 
I was thinking I would love to go somewhere like Dave and Buster's, but you have to drive two and a half hours to get to a Dave and Buster's. Mm -hmm. I just want to play like little coin machines and have fun. Well, why didn't you just say, let's go to Mr. Gaddy's? No, I've already done that this week. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think sometimes we have to compromise on the things that we want if we are in a smaller town because you either drive a lot and then you're really exhausted and then you don't do anything the next day or you have to compromise on Mr. Gaddy's. Or, you know, you can just be, you can just let go of all of the expectations, the what ifs, the. And just go with it. And just go do something. Like, it doesn't have to be a whole. Well, let's analyze all of the options and like <laughs> Well, we in the past we have done random things like went to a food truck festival that we it rained and <laughs> Yeah. It was we ter- still had fun. I mean it rained and uh-huh. we had a heck of a time, but we had interesting Korean food though. Yeah, that was interesting. We had it? some kimchi with some kind of noodles and I got really bad heartburn, but it was good. <laughs> But what do people do? Like, what do they enjoy doing? Because I don't ever see people post stuff like that. I see them post that they go to a UK game, maybe, or some kind of sporting event, or they go to a concert, or they're getting a tattoo, or they're working out. (laughs) I mean, seriously, let's be real here. I don't know. For me, it doesn't, I don't really care. But it's very easy for me if, if I just stay in bed, like if I'm sick, okay, that's one thing. But if I just stay in bed all day, it's so easy for me to fall into almost like a depressive state. So like yesterday, I I could feel myself going in that direction. And I'm sitting here, it's 2.30, we're still in bed. And I'm just like, if we stay here much longer, I'm just going to have to go to sleep because I'm not going to be in a happy frame of mind. So, and you're already getting bed sores? Yeah. Okay. So I have to get up and like actually do something. It doesn't really matter what it is. I just know I'm I'm going to have to get up. But I think when we're talking about what do people do, and, and there's been all kinds of research and studies about improving mental health when you are creating things, whether it's gardening, growing plants, plant like getting your hands and your feet or your yourself outside in nature is a huge first step. So like, I mean, for us, if we're laying in bed and we're like, what are we going to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Maybe like the first thing is we just go sit on the porch and make that decision. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's true. Cause like laying there in the bed, arguing about the bed is not going to help. Yeah, definitely see that. It's like the James clear, you know, atomic habits. You just got to do the one little thing that's going to get you closer to your ultimate thing that you're trying to do. We should have just got up at six o'clock in the morning like I did. No, you don't have to go (laughs) all or nothing. Like we're just going to steps. We're going to get up and we're going to go sit in the sun and make a decision. (laughs) Okay. We're going to actually get up out of the place that we're arguing about and we're going to go do it somewhere else. Okay. We are really set up for an interesting day yesterday, though, for real. Well, we woke up to the, I thought Kelsey shit all over herself. Oh, my God. Because if a smell can wake you up out of a dead sleep. Well, it ain't me. That's a problem. And so the dog had a bad experience in my hallway outside the bedroom. And I was just up from then on and then fell asleep at noon. <laughs> Got up at two. 
But like the guilt, uh, going back to that, I think that we, it's all about just self-awareness and yeah, I might not have infinite amount of time, but I know that if my head, my body, my heart, all of that is not in a good place, then it really doesn't matter how much time I have because my children are only going to get the leftovers. They're not even going to get the best of you. They're getting the worst of you. So taking care of yourself and doing things like on the weekends that we don't have children, regardless of, of whatever it is, I think is so important because that's what gives us the energy and the desire and the enthusiasm to be all in with them whenever they come yeah. home. Well, and your kids get the leftovers, but ultimately you get the leftovers. You don't have no energy. You don't have any like motivation. You don't have any anything to look forward to or look back on in the past week and be like, yeah, that was so much fun or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and I think also just <laughs> being a little bit more skeptical of what you're seeing on social media <laughs> is probably important because remember, so many people paint the life that they want you to see that they have versus what they really have. I've done really good about that in the last year. I mean, I know I still post, but I don't post nearly as much as I used to. I really used to be all about that. But since I've been a therapist, I've tried really hard to be like, is it necessary for everyone to know that I'm doing this or I'm happy or I'm doing that? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, I do kind of miss like the little sappy love post about me that you used to make. I mean, I could definitely make one. Would you? I've made a couple on TikTok. You've probably not even seen them. No, I don't know <laughs> how to use the TikTok. But that would make me happy. Okay. Well, I can make you happy that way. But I think being mindful about if you're putting it out there for different reasons is always good. Yeah, the intention. The intention. What's the intention behind well, it? Well, the intention is to make you happy now. So, so now you're going to make a sappy pose? Yeah. Thank you. And you're going to take me to Lowe's? Call you sweetie. No. Honey bun. No. What did I call you last time? The old, old honey bun. Old honey bun. Oh, honey bun. Make you think old. We need to talk about pet names sometime on here because I love some pet names. Well, I'll put it up on the board. Okay. I don't really love pet names, but when I first started at here at Mindsight, they hated pet names. So I just walk around calling everyone sweetie. <laughs> and now I've desensitized everyone. Yeah. You also tell them you love them. Well, just Jackie. I don't think I've told Kayla that yet. Oh, but it's coming. It's coming. I do like Kayla. <laughs> well, this has been fun. It's been real. I don't know that we've helped anyone on this episode, but hopefully. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. To be honest with you right now, all I'm thinking about are my little uh, roots on my, my plants that I'm propagating back there in the back. I'm thinking about going to find a chupacabra. I would like one of those. Do you think we could get like an ice cream sundae? Sure. That sounds kind of good. Okay. Well, it's been uh it's been real. <laughs> Later, it's, besties. It's been real, besties. If you're enjoying our podcast and would like to hear more from us, leave us a review wherever you get your podcast so we can keep making great content. Talk to you later, besties. <laughs> <laughs>